to do ums because every jaw movement I do has to be very <laughs> it needs to be very intentional it needs to be so intentional because every <laughs> single time I move my jaw it's fucking shooting pains into oh. my ear and up my temple the fact that you're starting a podcast while you're switching meds and it, deep in the fucking TMJ pain it hurts to speak speaks volumes to your How much? ambition <laughs> How much of a f- inferior being I feel all the time that I need to do this to fucking anything, anything to keep me going. I love that for you. Welcome to Globethotting with Chelsea Frank and Taylor Tomlinson. Um, I'm so excited to have you here because, again, I feel like we are such different travelers. Mm-hmm. I travel for fun and leisure. You travel for work. But you are, that doesn't, you know, you are always on the go. Every time I talk to you, you're in a different place. Yeah. But it's funny because we both travel for work. Well, yes, but I call, mine's work in quotes. Right. Of Yours course. work literally. I yes. My work is like, oh, I have to go to Costa Rica. Right. I have to go to a sex resort and take a squirting workshop. No way. You are reviewing vacations. I am on vacation calling it a job. Yes. And you are like doing actual work and having to like hustle sure again depends who you talk to some people might be like oh you have to tell jokes for a living what a nightmare but the show is yeah, not- is honestly a- i feel like traveling is my job i don't feel like the shows are harder they're a fun. perk of the of the yeah, job yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean the show is the best part of this job and then i think john panette said this i think this, this is a quote where he said like we don't get paid to do comedy we get paid to travel to do comedy amazing yeah well you are famously um the hottest blonde with bipolar disorder <laughs> you have made a selena gomez was blonde at some point she is not right now so right, right. now you are the hottest blonde with bipolar disorder again still probably not true it's true um <laughs> don't fight me on this because i win you have been so open and vulnerable and iconic with um your journey to mm-hmm. mental stability and your struggles with mental illness Mm -hmm. we thank you for it you're welcome it's truly amazing (laughs) now i would love to talk to you about traveling with mental illness oh that's interesting and how to cope and deal with it but first before we get into that so that's what today's episode is going to be oh is going to be largely about traveling with mental illness and 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 managing that when you're on the road or just when you're whatever you know because it's it is it it often requires routine and Mm. that gets thrown out the door when you're traveling often Mm. but before to warm us up Mm. the first question i want to ask you is what is the most horrifying public place that you've ever had diarrhea okay so too many places to name if we're just going off of public places the most horrifying situation that I ever had diarrhea in that is connected to travel and on topic for this podcast in 2018, 19, I think it was 2018 Conan O'Brien did a stand up tour where he had a bunch of different comedians come on different legs of the tour. 
and do shorter sets while he like opened the show and obviously most people there were conan fans that he was nice enough to bring along other comedians for them to like discover so it was very cool very cool opportunity he brought us all in like a private jet and this was like insane and i was on two legs of the tour i think it was like six weeks in total and so there were like four of us on each one and each group of us did like two of the weekends so the first weekend i was on i don't know i had like a stomach flu so i don't know what exactly was wrong this was again like 2018 before people didn't go to things because they were sick this was back when like before covid if you pushed through an illness and still did your job and still kept those plans everybody was like oh my gosh you're a hero amazing people say we're not progressing fast enough but i'll say (laughs) wow we are progressing yeah because everyone was like very impressed that i pushed through and did these shows and now they would be like you fucking asshole why were you in an enclosed space with us when you were sick wow um but i was so and we were in a different city every day so we were flying on a private jet with one bathroom every day and i was so sick and again horrible diarrhea so i think i didn't eat for like 36 hours no because i just knew if i did it would be very very bad and no one wants to shit in front of conan o'brien absolutely not can you imagine i honestly cannot i know on a fucking private jet that he i'm like i can't i cannot risk it wow so i was very miserable was it beige was the private jet very beige yes yeah right i'm imagining like camel leather where if you poo on it, they'll see it, you know? Right, they'll yeah. see a poo stain on that. It's not like black seating. Right. And it's not like on a plane there is Febreze at the ready in the lavatory, you know? So did you have to did you poo in the No, I didn't have to do it. You on the held plane. it in for the whole flight? No, I didn't eat. I so know, but like the, still when you've got a stomach bug, sometimes, you know, water will do it. I know. Wow. So I was like not even drinking water. I because no! I I remember You the, I know. The first hotel we went to, I was really, really sick. And so I just was like, for the rest of the time, I was like, I, can, I can't risk it. And I didn't. And that's why I have reached the level of success I have now, because I didn't blow it. I just want to get to the level of success where my worst diarrhea story involves Conan O'Brien <laughs> and a private jet. I'll be honest with it you. It was the highest stakes. I, obviously, I have plenty of diarrhea experiences. But know. that's pretty iconic. Yeah. Like, I will say, if you have to take a shit in front of someone, I mean, you know you've made it when your worst diarrhea story involves a, a PJ and Conan O'Brien. It's true. The other, I say high five to that one. Incredible. Incredible. Because the other worst one I had was probably in high school where I was about to be in a parade with the marching <laughs> band I was in my high school marching band and we were all on a bus with our instruments you you have not high low you have not had diarrhea until you have to go into a marie calendar's bathroom next to like an old town street in the suburbs ask them to use their bathroom holding a clarinet and have diarrhea holding your clarinet Mm. this was a real scope yeah you really took me from A to Z there. You yeah. know, that was because I want journey. to be relatable. I want to be more relatable. That was an E true Hollywood story <laughs> of di- public diarrhea. <laughs> that was incredible. Great answer. Thank, Thank you. you. My second opening question, little icebreakers, if you will. Um, can you tell us about a time that you've gotten into a pretty epic fight with a partner while traveling? Ooh, 
We had so many fights while traveling. <laughs> Here's the problem with being a stand-up comedian. There are so many. <laughs> but when it I was comes- gonna say, that, what a what a strong opener that I one know. was. Well, you recently, your boyfriend was on a trip, and you told me that you were fighting with him. Horrible. We've never fought. Yeah, and you now, never fought, and, and now you're fighting a lot. Now we're fighting. It's the meds. But I will say. Right. You're going through. I'm going through a med change and it's not good. But anyway, yes, long distance is horrible. Plus with time changes, Mm -hmm. time zone issues, buffering, bad Wi-Fi connections. And when you are on tour, you are in a long distance relationship always. Even if they live in your home. Even if they live in your home. If you live with somebody, great. You have three days a week with them. Oh, my God. And then you're leaving again on Wednesday or Thursday and coming back sunday or monday oh horrible so the number of fights that i've had in relationships while i was traveling whether they were with me or not countless i wouldn't even know where to begin to be honest with you i do think that if you are in a really shitty hotel room that <laughs> can contribute i know i got into poor a really, betting yeah i we'll got into it. a really bad fight with an ex once based on like a hypothetical i think i don't even totally remember but we were staying at the Rio in Las Vegas because that's where the comedy cellar is, is in the Rio. And the Rio is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And Well, Las Vegas in general is pretty disgusting. It is, but the Rio especially. Okay. It's like the color scheme in those rooms, I kid you not, is diarrhea. Nauseating. It's like brown. Haunting. It's different shades of brown and yellow and just not great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty bad. And also like... Even going on vacation or something when it's supposed to be nice, like travel's just really stressful. And if you're not with somebody that you can be with all the time and be comfortable with, it's very easy to get into arguments. So how do you get through? Like if let's say you're at the beginning of a trip and you're in the airport, mm-hmm. you're not even even left yet. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone says something annoying or someone's making you late or something. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Do you go, okay, let it go. We're about to go on a trip. We have to make this yes. whatever. Or do you try to solve it right away? No, I think if it's just like annoying or you're late, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. It'll ruin the trip It'll and ruin you don't want to do it. Don't let his fucking time management skills or lack thereof mm-hmm. ruin the trip. Right. It's your trip too, honey. Yeah. I say take different fucking Ubers. Like my <laughs> boyfriend is notoriously late to everything. It drives me crazy. I'm an early person. Mm-hmm. I'm a 15 minutes early to everything kind of person. Thanks, mom. And uh, that's my anxiety working in overdrive. I'm always early. He's late. He like he says, "Oh, it's fun to be late to the airport. It's like a race to the gate." That is infuriating. It's I am fun like, to be late to the airport. I'm like, you need more hobbies then, because yeah. if that's fun for you, you're unhinged. I like to get to the airport, grab a coffee, look at the magazines. I never look at magazines anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. It's retro. I like to look at the magazines. I like yeah. to look at the sweatshirts. Go to the Mac store if they've got one and try on some lipstick. Yeah. I like to make it a thing. Depends on the airport. There are some shitty airports that you don't want to spend time in. I have booked flights based on which airport the layover's in because you just, you travel enough and you know like, okay, this airport has the best Delta lounge. If you are going to commit to an airline, travel tip number one, commit to Delta. Delta's the best. Only if they sponsor this podcast. Okay. If they don't, if they, you know, if Spirit Airlines sponsors this, I'm going to start telling people to take Spirit. You can edit it if... (laughs) You get a sponsor that's an airline. Just edit. And I go, if you're going to commit to an airline, commit to Spirit. I'll be texting you and saying, hey, can you just quickly record on your phone and just wherever the hell you are in Zimbabwe doing stand-up? Can you just quickly be like, hey, fly JetBlue? This voice memo. 
Okay, great. Um, JetBlue no. is also great. They just don't have as many options. They are great. I love They're JetBlue. really great. No, I, I, I really do love them. They, I feel good on their flights. They have a direct from Burbank to New York and back, and it's like two hundred bucks. There's more room on a JetBlue flight. Yeah. I feel. I, I took a middle seat home, yesterday, Ew. two days ago, and I was like, on JetBlue, this isn't that bad. That should be their slogan: JetBlue middle seat, not, not that, that bad. bad. Do you fly first or coach? Now that I have status with Delta, now that I've flown enough with Delta, I will get bumped up to Ugh. first class, which Ugh. is why you should commit to an airline. And I wish I'd done it sooner. Oh, you're so cool. And then, you know, there were times during COVID that I was traveling and I was scared of getting COVID and I didn't want anyone next to me. So I just, and it, also it was a lot cheaper during COVID to fly first. Oh, you now have to qualify, honey. Be a first class queen. <laughs> you are a first class queen. You should own it. I love it. Um, okay. So look. Taylor, you have made an entire comedy, two specials, but more your second special was devoted to mental illness and mental health and the journey you went on. And you were so vulnerable and open with everybody, which is why I even feel fine to talk about your, you know, but it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Truly incredible. If you haven't seen it, literally pause this, go watch it. Look at you on Netflix. Look at you on Netflix. It's iconic so i want to talk to you about uh being the it girl of that you, you know you didn't ask to be but you are the oh it girl God. of bipolar disorder and how you travel and handle like i'm sure a lot of the listeners that i don't have yet but will are also struggling with mental depression anxiety i have an eating disorder famously in recovery 10 years ago went to rehab we're all fucked up anyway what do you what are some tips that you have for traveling and staying on your mental health journey? Ooh, that's a good question. I, you know what? I started doing stand-up in high school. I was full-time on the road at 21. So that's going on about eight years now. And I did not know the, uh, let's say details of my mental illness at that point. The details. The details. It's a great way to put it. And your 20s you change so much and it's it's so hard to figure out if medication's right for you and if it is which one when you are in one place all the time so if i could like go back in time i would take time off and focus on figuring that out before i was on the road as much as i was but because i didn't do that it was very hard and i think traveling the way that I do and really used to because when you first start traveling as a comedian you have no money and you're just doing the cheapest options and it's very scary and I had people try to break into my room and like just really just really scary shit um when you're 21 and and in these like nothing cities but they have a weird college so you're there to perform at it um (laughs) but yeah it got it got really bad at a point where I was just having these night terrors and I couldn't tell if I was awake or asleep and I just like couldn't get it together. And through those years of reaching like breaking points where I had to really cancel, I had to like cancel travel and shows the week of, or sometimes even like the day before because I was very unwell. Um, I learned that like, your most your most important job when you travel the way I do is to take care of yourself mentally and physically because 
if you don't, you're just not going to be able to do your job. You're just not going to be able to sustain this lifestyle, which is very, very hard. So, uh, I try to eat pretty healthy on the road. I try to walk every day at the very least. Sometimes you're flying all day and you can't, Mm -hmm. but you know, vitamin D walking meditative. I'm trying to be a meditation person. It is very hard for me. It just makes me horny. It doesn't really meditation only. If I sit there and I try to be like, okay, focus on my breath, focus on my breath. It just, it just, I go, okay, what are my, what are my deepest wounds, whatever. And I just go, oh, I'm just horny as fuck. It just makes my vagina like activate. I have never heard that. Well, I just get anxious. I I just get anxious. Oh, I just get really anxious. When I found the right meds and the right dosage that helped a lot. And like, my friend Dustin opens for me on the road now. Having a friend with me on the road has made a huge difference in my mental health while mm-hmm. I'm traveling because it's really lonely when mm-hmm. you're by yourself and you're really only talking to people at the club and on stage. Um, now that I'm fortunate enough to actually make money when I go on the road, I can afford to like stay in safer places, which has been huge. Um, I, whenever I check into a hotel, I latch the door and like, usually I'll like, if I don't have my doorstop alarm with me, Dustin's wife also just got me some weird lock that I haven't tried yet. Very excited. I will lean the, uh, ironing board up against the door so that if it did open, it would clatter and wake me up. I try to stay in hotels where they, you need like a key to get up the elevator but that's not wow. always happening wow yeah i feel like the key to not to like mental stability while you're traveling is preparation yes like hyper preparation we don't go with the flow when we got no. Mental- no the flow takes you back to the psych ward okay let's say you're gonna travel for a couple months well you need a couple months supply of your meds mm-hmm. you need to bring supplements that make keep you going mm-hmm. you gotta be prepared like do i have the budget set aside for emergencies mm-hmm. um do i have someone i can go like call in the local area like do i have all the emergency numbers that's they're different in different places mm-hmm. like i think preparation when with mental illness is like the key to having a successful journey anywhere you go i agree and that was a better answer than what i gave yeah but peace of mind is just, my first just priority having all of the, like like leaving enough time even things as simple as like leaving enough time in the layovers in case the first leg gets delayed where you're not like oh shit i'm not gonna make my second leg and that's gonna cause an anxiety spiral because i don't wanna, yes. i don't know where i'm gonna be i don't know where i'm gonna stay i don't know what i'm gonna do i have to be in the airport all night that's scary i don't know like leave three hours pick yeah. that layover that's longer and give yourself time yeah so that you're not freaking out keep all the things within your control within your control yeah because all the stuff out of your control you won't have the bandwidth for those things if you don't take care of the things that are actually within your control Mm -hmm. now you you do also a lot of solo female travel because Mm -hmm. you are a stand-up who's always on the road Mm -hmm. what are some like you briefly touched on this some safety tips which is, I've never even heard putting furniture up against the door. You've never heard that? Well, I've heard it like in your own apartment if you are got a crazy ex coming over or something. But I've never heard somebody say, put some furniture against the door in a hotel. Oh, yeah. Not furniture. I something mean, that'll knock over. I'm being dramatic. And, but you know, know, sometimes there was... Uh, like tips. So the question is, how do you stay safe on the road? For example, if you're getting in late 
Yeah. Rent a car when you can. A lot of times renting a car is honestly not that much more expensive if you have to Uber everywhere. If you have to go to a lot of places Mm -hmm. and you're going to be Ubering, if you have to go to like one place, okay, maybe chance it. It's two Uber rides. Me personally, I get very nervous getting into cars with strangers. I've heard horror stories. I think if you do have to Uber, I usually do Lyft because I heard that that's safer. I don't know if that's true or just something I heard. (laughs) That's what I heard. Again, depending on who sponsors this, I suppose. (laughs) If you do take a Lyft or an Uber, make sure you check the license plate always. Make sure they match their picture. And make sure they have a shitload of rides under their belt. Not just five stars. Check the amount of rides. If I can't see the number of rides that they have, I cancel the ride. Always. I love, you know, your trust issues are perfect for travel. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I think, you know, use what you got to your advantage. Yeah. Like you and I bond over our abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. It's perfect because I know that if you call me at three o'clock in the morning and you're on the road, I pick up that call. Mm -hmm. I know that you need a friend. Yes. And that's a good one. That's a good tip for mental health on the road. Have those friends that you know you can call at any time. If there's an emergency. If there's an emergency. If some shit goes down. Yeah. Like, I think I one time got in and I I called you from the LAX. And remember that? This was years ago. But I called you from LAX and I was like, I can't get back. Like, some something happened and you were like, I'll literally come pick you up from the airport right oh, now. Oh, th- I remember that now. It was, it was I gorgeous. forgot about that. I know. I've never forgotten about oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm a sweet. really good friend. You are a really good friend. <laughs> you are a really good friend. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, you need to have, like, your little kit. Mm-hmm. Let's call it a kit. Yeah. Like a little mental health kit. I like a rental car. A rental car is good. Your yeah. meds stocked up. Supplements oh. if you take. Bring supplements. your supplements. Probiotic. I started taking a prebiotic at night and a probiotic in the morning. She's biotic. Where? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a robot. I don't know if it works or if it's bullshit, but I feel good. Um, That's all that matters. Yeah. And honestly, like we touched on the diary stuff, like keeping your gut in mind because travel will fuck up your gut. Famously, your second brain. Yes. Yes. It's because you'll go between constipation and diarrhea for no goddamn reason. Your Mm. body's just like we were up in the air for so long today and we're not supposed to be up there. We're not meant to be in flight, you know? Yeah. And I think we've I think something about being in the air for that long. It's just it's unnatural. Mm -hmm. So do what you got to do. You know, know, know thyself. Yes. And whatever contributes to your version of mental anguish, prepare have a kit mm-hmm. and and put like a toolbox for travel and for home for home mm-hmm. hydration very hydration. important i hate drinking water it's so boring i know it is so boring i've tried so anxious if you don't don't you get anxious if you're I'm dehydrated anxious anyway i know but it's worse if no you know what it makes me more anxious because now i gotta pee more right there is that balance like how is this helping now i just gotta find more bathrooms yeah aisle seat on long flights don't i get it I mean, it it burns less now when I pee, but I got (laughs) to pee more. Look, there was... I hydration's a big water is a myth okay I've what I've been drinking so much water lately don't come to this podcast for for health advice yeah listen to me listen to my voice but here's what I don't get about big water okay they're coming f- I'm screaming yeah it's okay. you're literally actively <laughs> she's moving away from me <gasps> because I have I can't hear myself anyway and I'm screaming at her and she's gonna just look over me. 
She's moving away from me. She keep, every time they don't know that. I know, but I know it, and it's I have to speak it because it's so funny. I just I'm talking, and I just see her slowly backing away from me, like horrified, like oh my god, this is terrifying. I'm just adjusting. I'm, I'm sorry. being I'm flexible, sorry. I'm sorry. like I, a good traveler should be. I can't hear. Look, it's the TMJ. Yeah, it's right. The uh-huh. ear. It's in my ear, and it's causing. I can't hear. Anyway, I love of course. you. I'm sorry. I'll I'll speak. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. I'm gonna calm myself down. But I just am passionate about the fact that, look, I, tr- I tried hydration. Mm-hmm. I tried it, okay? Yeah. I went weeks and weeks and weeks drinking all the water, so much water. I felt the same. Really? I just had to pee more. My yeah. skin looked the same. The only difference, and I told this to, my, to Mike, my, my, one of my good friends. I told him, yeah, because he always tells me, drink more water. You're you stupid, dehydrated bitch. And I... <laughs> I I started drinking more water and I said, all that's happening now is it burns less when I pee. He goes, Chelsea, it should never burn it when you pee. It should never burn when you pee. I know, but... When you wake up and it's super acidic. Oh, God, it's like bright yellow. Yeah, it burns a hole in the toilet. Yeah. It's not helped me at all. It just makes me more anxious now that I have to find bathrooms. Wow. It's like whenever you and I hang out, you with, like you want, you want to know about the bathroom situation. We try to go yeah. to the beach once and you go, I, I like that beach because it has bathrooms. Yeah, every time we do mushrooms, that's I'm what like, I'm- I need to be somewhere where there's a bathroom. And I don't think I've ever really felt the need to go to the bathroom a bunch on mushrooms even but i need another to be near benefit. a bathroom another because benefit I, of mushrooms yeah i just don't want to be in my head about it i feel like that would ruin my my trip that's what big water wa- is doing to you it's controlling you <laughs> okay you are picking your locations <laughs> based around bathrooms yeah it's a fucking myth i don't know i hate it when my pee burns and i don't, I don't, UTIs enjoy, in I don't my life. like I never it i want to risk it I'm wrong and you're right, but I still. But it, this is fun. This is fun <laughs> podcasting. You are incorrect, but I like the perspectives. I, just, I love the tennis I just game. We're don't having. get it. Yeah, it, my life didn't get better when I started drinking water, and well, that was the myth I was us, told. I was sold that. Not all of us have skin as clear as yours. All right, some people it does help. You know why? Because it's dehydrated. There's no hydration <laughs> for pimples. There's <laughs> no oil. There's no oil. Right. My skin looks like this because there's not an ounce of water living in my veins. I'm going to stop drinking water now that you've said it. Don't do that. <laughs> um, okay. Can you tell me a little bit about how touring works? Do you pick your own? We're totally switching directions, but whatever. Do you pick your own hotels and yes. like all that? Or does you, do you have a team? Like when they do touring, booking and stuff like that, like do, does anybody do this stuff for you or you're the one hands on picking your hotels and doing all your own logistics? So when you first start out headlining clubs, they have a hotel usually that they have a deal with and that's where they put you up. If you don't like where they put you or they have a comedy condo. If you don't a like comedy condo, a comedy you're not condo. glazing over that. We're I, going over it. Yes. Okay. Is that where they, is that like a model house where they like put a bunch of comedians yes. together and they all try to have sex with each other? No, no. It this is, is going to be like too hot to handle, but with comedians. Right. It is usually a dumpy house or apartment that the club owns that they put every comedian up in. So and like bunk beds. I mean, I would kill to see you and like Bill Burr on a, in a bunk bed together. I mean, yeah, usually it's like, okay, the feature and the headliner can stay there. I do not have much experience with comedy condos because I think they're scary and gross. Yeah. Um, they are. They're really gross. Yeah. I And then you're just like, what, you're going to sleep in this bed that may or may not have been cleaned knowing who was there the week before you at the very least masturbating in it. Like, Another comedian. Yes. And disgusting. So what you can do is you can ask the club sometimes for a hotel buyout if you don't want to stay where they usually put you up and then they give you money that usually isn't enough to cover uh, a hotel 
hotel that's decent, but it's something. And then you can then go book your own hotel. Uh, I know a lot of people have like a travel agent or somebody book their flights and hotels. I do not trust anybody enough to do that for me. I don't have an assistant or anything. Could I have people do that for me? Absolutely. Will I allow them to? Absolutely not. I like being in control. I like knowing where my flight is. I like changing it same day or the day before if I feel the need. If I go to a hotel now, I like to, I always look at TripAdvisor because they have a traveler photos folder and I only trust those. If you look at a hotel website, the pictures always look awesome. There's never going to be a hotel website where you're like, ew, gross. I don't want to stay there. You have to look at the traveler photos along with the reviews because a lot of people are stupid and they don't know what a nice hotel is. Some people have (laughs) only been on a shitty cruise ship and they're like, oh my God, this Best Western is incredible. Mm -hmm. There was eggs in the lobby in the morning. No shade because honestly, eggs in the lobby is nice. Okay, but sometimes they're like... Like a powdered egg or something. You know when you get like the ones that are the omelets that are like folded the same way Ugh. like they, like the encrustables of eggs do you know what i'm talking about i really do yes yeah so really, you know what I'm i really about. really know what you mean That's and it, it has such a distinct flavor yeah very yeah. processed very disgusting. chemically almost like a cleaning solvent completely you can't always trust the reviews because maybe some people have lower standards than you do and the traveler photos don't lie because most people are not photographers so if you look at traveler photos it's like online dating. If you see somebody's worst photo and you still want to have sex with them, you're like, I bet it's better than your worst photo. Wow. You know? Poetry. Right? So true. So that's how I find hotels now. And look, the one thing that I cannot get ahead of is like noise. I can't. A lot of times you stay like in a downtown area and a lot of people are loud and on vacation and I'm there to work on a weekend, but people are going out to things. People are going to events like the one I'm doing. You're the local attraction. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, You're the clown. I am the clown. So I'm the traveling circus. So yeah, I don't, I don't let anybody else handle that for me. And I have serious control issues and I think I've gotten pretty good at booking hotels, but you know, sometimes even I fuck up because really I wish that they had a, a review section that was just like people like you, like professional travelers who were like, this is how thin the walls are. Here's how clean it was. Like I I want like professional travelers to tell me where to stay because normal people who are on like a bachelorette weekend and are getting the noise, the noise complaints about them Mm -hmm. are not going to clock the same things. They're just going to go, Oh my God, amazing weekend. That was the best weekend we've ever had. And it's like the person next door to you who was on a business trip did not. So true. Do you, so what are your favorite chain hotel? Like, so, cause you travel. So I like the autograph collection. Okay. What do you like like about the autograph collection? They're usually just like, I like the name. The It sounds very luxurious. Yeah, it does. Right. It's like, not have your autograph. It's like very cool. Right. I want a coffee shop. I want a coffee shop and a breakfast restaurant in the lobby. If we can, that would be amazing. Wow. Now, before I made any money when I was going to cities and breaking even, um, if I could find honestly like a Holiday Inn Express, I was like awesome. A lot of times I would stay in a residence inn mm-hmm. because they have a kitchen and stuff, so I could go to a grocery store and buy like groceries and then cook for myself 
and I, I use the term cook very loosely, but I could like make eggs. Prepare. Yeah. Some foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I like a residence in. You like the autograph collection, a yeah. residence in, and a Holiday Inn Express. That's what, yeah, back in the day, I haven't stayed in one of those in a long time. But I mean, look, we're doing okay. Look, we're doing great. We don't need to be humble about your success. Look You've at my, worked your yeah. ass off, okay? I've seen the come up, and I will, I can safely, you are allowed to be a nightmare now. You, you have put in like 12, how many years have you been out this game? 13 years? Uh, 12. But, like, I was in high school for the first couple, so... Whatever! <laughs> you ha- In high school, we were all, like, you know, learning about hand jobs. You were <laughs> out there working. You deserve to be like, look, I can fly first class and stay at a gorgeous autograph collection's finest. Don't be bashful. You deserve Thank it. You. You've worked your ass off. Thank you. Obviously, like, Four Seasons are super nice, but, like, I'm not going to pay for a Four Seasons a lot of the time. They're so expensive. I'll take you to a Four Seasons. Really? I on, would love to. I've only stayed in Four Seasons when someone else was paying for it. Like, I want on you tour to tour with Brian Regan or something. I want to take you on one of my press trips, but I but I, I feel like you it would stress you out. Like, remember for my birthday, I, I was like, or whatever, I was like, let's go on a girl's trip. And you're like, Chelsea, I travel for a living. I, don't, I was down go on a girl's trip for your birthday yeah or no i don't remember what it was but i was like oh we should go to like whatever and you're like queen i'm trying to lay down on my own bed and chill right which i get like you're when you get home because you're traveling all the time and it's like exhausting yeah i have like like, one weekend off a month and so when you're like well when's your next weekend off i'm like oh i have to like sleep yeah you're like that weekend off means off from the world i would love to go on like a press trip with you though like a resort press trip that would be relaxing that would be nice i'll I'll see what I can do. We're good friends. I think that comes through, right? This I, podcast. I know. I love and I love you so much. Yeah. Like honestly, I just I really feel like you're so special. Oh my god. You're stop. so unique and cool. And I don't even have to gas you up. Our relationship is so solid that I don't have to butter you up. So you know that it's real. Yeah, it is. Don't I- expect this chemistry from every guest. A lot of times Chelsea will be doing the heavy lifting because Chelsea has chemistry with literally everyone. I have chemistry within myself. I yes. can create chemistry with a rock. Yes. It's fine. Chelsea is a tornado of chemistry. Thank you. But it's I've... also just um, like severe low self-esteem. That's all that it is. Do you really think you have low self-esteem? I used to. And that's where that comes from. Right. But, but I don't think it's you a do special anymore. skill in result of as a result of that. Right. But like, you know how you're. like you're like you don't have social anxiety you don't have social anxiety i'm like i have social anxiety which is why i'm so good at talking to people you think you have social anxiety not anymore but i used to okay it used to be like oh my god i have to make sure they like me oh okay and so otherwise i won't know how they read that interaction right and that will drive me crazy i'll like be anxious about how that person i won't know like what their experience of meeting me was like it's very weird Mm. and kind of manipulative but it's like if I talk to them and we have a great conversation and I make sure that like the conversation was good, I'll know they leave that interaction being like, oh, that was pleasant. But if we don't talk much or if like whatever, I don't know how they like read me. So that's, that's where that social, but I don't really have that anymore. That's just being in your thirties, I guess. I get anxious hanging out with people that I like. Like even me? Not you, but we're, uh, you know, so we're very close at this point. There's, there are not, uh, how is that with traveling though like when you're on the road like you have to talk to so many people uh, not really though i really don't talk to many people on the road i talk to it's a all bunch about of people. Ear- earbuds yeah i talk to people on stage <laughs> at night for an hour and then i have to do a meet and greet now typically and that is guys that be- is stressful and i love it when people in the meet and greet line come up to me and go 
I know you hate this. Thank you for doing it. I'm obsessed with those people. Okay, people guys, like, seriously, when you go up to tread lightly, she is, <laughs> she is overwhelmed. She's tired. She's been flying. She she was in Albuquerque one day, Cincinnati yeah. the next. She's exhausted. I'm when scared you, of you. I she's scared of you. She's yeah. She it's doesn't not about you. She doesn't want to get sick again. Oh my god. Do you want to hear something that you'll appreciate? Okay. Yes. I have do. you met Have you met Erica? You probably haven't because no. she's from New York. No, but I see her and I every time I see her, I go. Ugh. You have an other friend who's Jewish. I hate this. She's not Jewish. She's not. She's Italian. Oh, same thing. <laughs> I, I, I go. Oh, I get like jealous. Do you like her more than me? Oh I my hate gosh. this. But Erica, Erica you Spira, seem cool, and we can join forces. Erica's very cool. So Erica Spira, who's a great New York comic. Um, I was talking to her recently, where she said, "Well, you're not like a hugger," because I had like gone on a date with somebody who was like, "How do you feel about you know." kissing on whatever date and i was like absolutely not like didn't even have time also he was it was the afternoon it was the afternoon and but any time of day i would have been like (laughs) absolutely not like too quickly like i didn't even have like a cute response where i was like i mean you know maybe i was like absolutely not i'm very intense and i told erica (laughs) this story and she was like well you're not like a touchy person she's like did you she goes did you hug him hello and i said I honestly don't know. I was like, I think I did. And she goes, I bet you a million dollars you didn't. She you goes, waved. Because you're <laughs> probably. You like salutation on this date. I'm really like, I. it takes me a minute. And she goes, well, you're not like a touchy person. She's like, like you don't like to hug people. And I said, well, you're not touchy either. And she goes, oh, I'm super touchy. She's like, I'm Italian. I kiss people on the cheek when I say hi to them. And I go, we don't hug. And she goes, yeah, because I know you don't like it. She goes, I, she's like, I see you hug Dustin. I'm like, oh, I guess they're really close friends. She's like, I am very careful around you because I don't get the impression that you like people touching. And I said, but we're like friends. You could hug me. She goes, well, I didn't know that. And I said, what? So if even close friends of mine are like, you seem very standoffish. I'm like, I need to work on this, I think, because I do think that's like an unhealthy level of anxiety where even people that I would like to hug, Courtney from my best friend from childhood we were talking about it where I was like, I thought you weren't like a touchy person. And she's like, I think I, I am now. And I was like, we didn't like hug for a really long time. I literally feel like you, all the, you just, this is a story about how all your other friends had boundaries and I hug well, you and I don't care. I don't even think about it. You, I touch you all the time. You and I are, and this is a testament to you. I feel very comfortable physically with you. Ooh. We were like, ooh. We <laughs> did, and look, part of it, we had just done mushrooms. But like, okay. we were we were fully like cuddling on your couch post-mushroom trip. And I was like. Oh, so cute. And I should have said it out loud, but I'm like, man, I really appreciate how physically comfortable I feel in my friendship with Chelsea. Oh my God, I'm going to start crying. Yeah, I feel I like. I can't cry because I got Botox and now <laughs> I can't cry. Like literally when I start crying, I'm like, I look insane. Like it's like <laughs> the eyebrows like. <laughs> the rest of your face is having an experience your forehead will just not it's participate in. and then also i put botox in my jaw to stop oh. the tmj so now my jaw like is loose and my i yeah. literally i i would cry from how sweet that was but i can't Don't. i know what i look like now and i it's enough to keep the tears in i right. can't do it it's just gonna be so confusing it's like like it's really weird anyway it's like kim kardashian cry face but even more right. um anyway that was really sweet I want to end on that note because it was so beautiful. I know. And I really appreciate you being here. And honestly, guys, she's going to be back because I'll hound her to come do more. Mm-hmm. Again, because I need her followers to find out about this because I absolutely need someone to listen. And um, we need to catch up, honestly. And, and it's a great better excuse, way to it's do it. It's a great it. excuse to see you and make you come hang out with me. And, and besides, have a structured conversation. Have a structured conversation. It's, it's either mushrooms oh, 
or a podcast. That's how I get Taylor to get out of her bed <laughs> and coming out with me. It's drugs or a public conversation. Yeah. I love you so drugs much. promotion. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. I think you're wonderful. It, she's just as good of a person in private as she is in public. Even better, I would say. So I love you. Thank you for coming today. My honor. And I promise. Rate, to, review, subscribe to this I, podcast. Yeah, please. Come on, guys. I know it's annoying. I know. I get it. And you're probably listening to this in the car. Pull over and do it. Cause just do it. Just I need You'll it. be glad. Don't forget. Don't I, forget. I need something to live for. Thank you for listening. See you next time. 